Lord Jesus, we praise your holy name for your loving kindness. We thank you for this wonderful time you have given us to be in your presence, to hear your word, and Lord Jesus, fellowship with you. We ask that, Lord God, you silence all other voices, that only your voice will be heard and your name will be praised forever. Lord Jesus, we are no longer slaves to fear, but Lord Jesus, you have given us victory through the resurrection. Thank you that you died on the cross for us to live and see your glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the sacrifice you paid to restore us so that we can live according to your will. I pray, Father, that I will decrease as you increase in me, O God. You'll use me as your vessel to bring forth your word, that your name will be lifted above all other names. And as we share about the new man, the created nature of God, that Jesus will receive transformation and anointing that comes from you. Take over reign as Lord and King. Reach out to your people, those who are here physically, those online, that they will have encounter with you this afternoon. We praise you and exalt you. In Jesus' name, our Lord, we pray. Amen. We are talking about the new man in Christ. And our reading is from Ephesians chapter 4 and we read from verse 17. Ephesians chapter 4, reading from verse 17. It says, So I tell you this, and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with continual lust for more. You, however, did not come to know Christ that way, surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You are taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor. For we are all members of one body in your anger. Do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. He who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, but must work, doing something useful with his own hands, that he may have something to share with those in need. Do not let the unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Put only 
sorry, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, rage and anger, growing and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. This is the word of God. Our topic this afternoon is about the new man, a man that has encountered God and his son, Jesus Christ. Christ is our savior and our redeemer. He is the one that died on the cross for us. We are still in the Easter season when we are celebrating the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. A man who was born and lived on earth like us, he faced many challenges and at the end of his life, he was crucified on the cross for you and me so that we can be redeemed and revived to the glory of God. And so Paul in Ephesians talks about the new man that is in Christ. A new man who has encountered the power of God, who is forgiven, who is saved and transformed for godliness. We are called to live as children of the light. So a new man created in the image of God who has encountered Christ is called to live in light. He reminds us of the old man and the old nature. How we lived the former ways of our lives. We lived in hatred, in immorality, and all kinds of evil. But when we encountered Christ, we are supposed to be new and live according to his will. It is very, very unfortunate that many of us, we confess Christ, we are believers, but we are still walking in our old ways. The old man has not departed from us. The old man is still controlling our thoughts. The old man is still controlling, you know, our desires. The old man is still at the center. We have not allowed Christ to be fully enthroned in our hearts to transform us. We are called to crucify the old nature of life because the old way of life is in contrary with the Holy Spirit who is a gift from God. Christ gave us the Holy Spirit to nurture us, to guide us, and to empower us. And by the Holy Spirit, we are called to live. So, examine your life and see how you have been walking. It is now a new normal. People walking in hypocrisy. People walking in pretense. And we have hated the truth. Whoever says the truth, whoever decides to stand for the truth, we work hard to sideline them. We work hard to punish them. And we are not willing to show the light of God. We are not being the vessels God has called. 
So our topic about the new man is a total submission to God and allowing him to transform us, transforming our thoughts, the attitude of our hearts, so that we can be able to live together in unity. It is about living in unity as believers, living in unity as a church, living in unity as families, and walking in the light, putting off every falsehood, every slander, every evil and wickedness that contaminate our spiritual lives. Many of us, we are driving our egos. We want to be seen, you know, as the only ones who are saved, as the only one who can make things happen. I want to tell you that all that is an evidence of the old man who is still controlling your life. If we are truly transformed and called to live for God, we must allow the Holy Spirit to transform us. And so Paul puts this clearly to us in Ephesians. And uh, chapter 4, verse 17, he says, So I tell you this, and I insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as Gentiles do. We must no longer live as the people of the world live. There must be a difference. There must be a mark in us in whatever we are doing. Not to please man, but to please God. Not to live according to our sinful nature, but to live according to the Spirit of God. And the sinful nature, therefore, brings out anger, brings out rage, slander, and all wickedness. But the Spirit of God convicts our sins to confess to God, confessing to one another and repenting of our sins. Repentance and walking in light is no longer part of the family of God. The body of Christ, the church, we are not willing to walk in light and put things in order. We are walking behind one another, backstabbing one another, you know, backsliding, and we are doing all that. However much you backslid people, you'll never win the favor of God. You are actually putting yourself on the position to be punished by God. God is calling us and Christ is putting it clear through Paul that we must walk as new creation. People created to live for God. And all this should be guarded by the blood of Jesus. So all our falsehood must be put off. We must have a spirit that gives us discernment to be sensitive about walking with Christ. The new man is willing to walk with Christ in obedience with the scripture, living righteously with one another and acknowledging that we fall short of the glory of God when we sin against one another. We must be willing to confess sin and forego sin. And this does not mean that we must sin because grace abounds. No, a new person should hate sin and work hard to avoid it. Know that this is not the right direction to take. When temptations come, that you should stand your ground and overcome them. We must not give in to sin. 
but when we have given in in sin, we should also be willing to repent, confess, and forgive one another. It is in the church, the body of Christ, that we have familiar God and we no longer vary his ground that he shed on the cross. We come at the altar, we come in the pews at the pulpit, and we want to show people how good we are when we are evil and wicked in our hearts. There is nothing good in us, and whatever we are doing is only to please our desires, not pleasing God Almighty who has called us. May God have mercy and forgive us. Especially us, the teachers of the word. Especially us, that God has ordained and anointed to do his will. That we should be the light to his people. No matter the situation that will stand out to be used by God. That his glory will be reflected. Verse 20 to 24, the Bible says, You, however, did not come to know Christ that way. Surely... You heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your mind and put on a new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Praise the name of the Lord. True righteousness and holiness comes through the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus washes us as white as snow. And so we must live in repentance of our sins, acknowledging the hand of God upon our lives and surrendering to him submitting to his power and his anointing. Yes, we are taught to live in truth by the blood of Jesus in the way of Christ, not according to our former ways when we lived in immorality, in witchcraft, in anger, in bitterness, and all other wicked ways. Yes, we are called to live by the truth. Fullness is a rare virtue in our midst, especially in the Uganda we live in, in the church we live in. People are not willing to sacrifice for the truth. They are only willing to protect their positions and their lives. If we are all to come out as a church, as a nation, as families to live by the truth, we'll have a wonderful world to live in. But because we have tolerated the old man to control us, the new man has been disempowered. We need the Holy Spirit to empower the new man, the Holy Spirit of God in us that brings transformation day by day. Depending on God through studying, meditating upon his word, praying to God without ceasing, To live by him and for him. To be guided by him. And to be convicted by him of our sins. The Holy Spirit convicts us. 
so that we can walk in light. And so a new man is a person that is transformed and is willing to walk by the Spirit of God. To walk in light with one another and to have a right fellowship with God. And so Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Praise the name of the Lord. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. And so Jesus Christ brings transformation to our lives so that we can live as new creation. So a new man puts off all these uh, evils that are mentioned here. You know, when you read verse, uh, verse 25, he says, Therefore each of you must put off falsehood. Falsehood has become the order of the day. Even many times we come at the pulpits and what we are teaching is not actually of God. We are teaching what the itching ears are willing to hear. We are not being faithful to the scriptures to condemn sin and help people connect to the righteousness of God. We want to praise them. We do not want to speak the truth of the word of God. We are keeping falsehood in our hearts as we go around here and there, backstabbing others. We are called to speak truthfully to each other. The Bible says, speak truthfully to your neighbors. Speak truthfully from a sincere and pure heart. If there is sin, yes, you should confess that sin. And if someone has wronged you, go to them. And if you have no energy to go to them, maybe call one or two people and meet the person. Then you going around meeting people about the person who is not even aware of the grudge and the wrong you have against them. Let us face sin. A new man is willing to face sin, address it, confess it, and overcome it. Not actually going behind to cause more damage and sin. We are failing to walk as children of God. We are not speaking truthfully to one another, to our neighbors. We are moving around speaking falsehood against one another. And those in positions of leadership, when you go to your bosses and superior, what do you say about your subordinates? What do you say about the people you are working with? What do you say about people God has entrusted to you? Are you speaking from the genuine of your heart? And you even elders who hear all this falsehood, what do you do about them? Before your decisions are made, what do you, what do, you do about all this? Do you embrace all the falsehood as the gospel truth? And you begin to make decisions that actually destroy the body of Christ more than building it. A new man is willing to hear from the Lord of the spirit of discernment to see what is right and what is wrong. And so we are like judges seated on the judgment in our seat to hear from both sides and to make the right decisions without hearing from one side and you begin to blame, you begin to judge and make decisions 
that will destroy the body of Christ. The new man must stand for the truth. And the Bible says you know the truth and the truth will set you free. It is the truth that comes from the word of God that brings total transformation to our souls, bodies, and spirit. And Paul goes ahead to say that for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Yes, he acknowledges that we all become angry. Yes, when we are triggered, our emotions are triggered, we become angry. But he says, even in our anger, we should not sin. I am a victim of this. That I have sinned many times in my anger. And my prayer is that God will help me to overcome this. But every time I realize that in my anger, I have not pleased God. I kneel down. I cry to God for mercy. And I know that God is a forgiving God. That when we confess our sins, he forgives us. And I am still work in progress. I am not yet perfect, but I am still in, you know, the workshop of God and Christ to be transformed to his goodness. Yes, we can trust God to transform us. So a new man must always acknowledge sin and confess sin and ask for God's mercy. There is no one who has reached perfection. There is no perfect person. We are all sinners, and we must acknowledge God who forgives sin, and who gives us the opportunity to live as victors. When we confess, we overcome. So in our anger, we should not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Yes, we become angry, but our anger should not be permanent and forever. That even when God creates opportunity to reconcile and forgive one another, the opportunity is trash and we are not embracing it. He says, he who has been stealing must steal no longer. In other words, a new man stops the habits of the old man. The things that you have been doing in your old way of life must stop and they must end. And you begin to live a new life. As a new man, a new person, a new creation, I want to tell you that you'll be mocked. I want to tell you that people will take you as nothing and useless, but the hand of God will be upon you to grant you victory. God is always there for those who trust him and choose to walk according to his will. He is there for us to redeem us. He is there for us to renew us and is there to transform us to his godliness. All this must be put off. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. We must guard our mouth, what we speak, because our mouth should be a mouth of blessing, speaking out the mysteries of God and blessing his people. Not talk about things that are dirty, things that can never please God. We must also try to do what is helpful to build one another. Building the body of Christ, not destroying one another. It is very, very unfortunate that truth is rare 
and we are not willing to live as transformed people and forgiven children of God. May God have mercy, forgive us, that the benefits of holiness and righteousness will not be missed by us, knowing that we put off the old man and embrace the new nature, the new creation of God, living according to his will. As I conclude, I want to challenge you that as a new man, you must walk in the righteousness of God, forgiving one another. Forgiveness must be central to a new man who is called and created in the image of God. Number two is repentance. A new man is a man who walks in constant repentance, acknowledging sin, confessing it, and asking for God's mercy. Because it is through repentance that the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross that will make us righteous with him. Number three, a new man must always be willing to admit that there is no one who is perfect. We should always acknowledge that when someone sins against you, you have the grace and the ability to forgive them. To know that yes, we also we can forgive, we can sin, and therefore we must forgive one another. A willing, a, a new man must have a willing spirit of humility and obedience. We must be humble and obedient to the word of God and the voice of God, hearing from God what is saying to us, that we'll be able in that humility and obedience to look after one another. Not keeping in rebellion and we want to show how powerful and strong we are, but showing the mercy of God to the entire world. So a new man must show the mercy of God to entire world. A new man must be willing to always walk in light and keep in unity in the body of Christ. The body of Christ is called to be in unison, to be together, to love one another. Parents loving one another, children loving one another. You know, Christians loving one another and us pastors loving one another than backstabbing one another. That the truth of God and his righteousness will be evident in our lives. Let us be kind with one another. Forgive one another and live in holiness with one another. And the grace of God will abound in us. The righteousness of God will sanctify us through and through. And when we rest at the end of life, we rest in the arms of God. So a new man must be consistent in his or her work with God. Must be a person who endures. Must be a person who is not willing to give up. But a person who is willing to sacrifice everything for the kingdom of God. Not please our masters in this world. But please our master who is in heaven. And his name will be praised forever. So beloved. We are called to put off the old man and put on the new man. This is a message of those that have not known Christ. And if you have not known Christ, you have not received him as your Lord and Savior. You are still living in the old nature 
and the old man is still controlling you. The new man is the person that has opened the heart for God and his son Jesus Christ to be transformed to live for him. I want to challenge you that if you have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is the time and opportunity for you to open your heart and receive him as your Lord and Savior. And if you have received Christ and you have been living in the bondage of sin, you are frustrated. It is a time to repent and ask for God's mercy that his name will be praised forever. I want us to pray that the name of the Lord will be glorified in our lives. That the power of God will be evident in us. That as we walk with him, he will be glorified in our lives. That his name will be lifted higher above all other names. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess that you are Lord to the glory of his name. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We honor you because you are God and our Redeemer. Yes, Lord, you are the only one who can transform us. You are the only one that can make a way for us. You are the only one that can enable us to put off the old nature of life, our old way of life, the life of sin, to live in the life of righteousness. A new man is the person that has encountered you and called to live in righteousness. Father, forgive us where we have not walked in holiness, where we have not pleased you, where we have lived, O oh God, to prove to please others, where we have lived, O oh God, to show off, but not honoring you. Have mercy, O oh God. We have become stumbling blocks to the people you have saved and called. Yes, Lord, the old man has always followed us to control us and to destroy us. We ask for your mercy. We ask for your intervention. We ask for your righteousness, O oh God, to surround us and to overtake us. That your name will be glorified. Your name will be lifted higher above all other names. Our Lord, Father, at your name, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that your Lord to the glory of your name. We ask that, Lord, your power of resurrection will descend upon us and transform us, O God, to your godliness, O God. May you break the bondage of sin that, Father, will not be controlled by our sinful nature, but will live by the Spirit of God. That the Holy Spirit will have his way in our lives. The Holy Spirit will have his way in our, our families, O oh God, and in our ministry. That the Holy Spirit will transform us to live for God and him alone. We ask that, Lord, you forgive us where we have not forgiven one another, where we have not walked in a righteous way, O oh God, that Jesus, we have lived to please the world, not pleasing you, our Savior. You know us by name. Father, we ask that you forgive us. May you test our hearts and our minds. May you search us, O oh God, and make us righteous with you. That your name will be lifted high above all other names. Our Lord Jesus, at your name, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess 
that your Lord to the glory of your name. Have mercy and forgive us, O oh God. Have mercy and redeem us, O oh God. Have mercy and revive us. That you, Jesus, who is mighty, you, it's eternal, you forever be honored and glorified. You forever be lifted higher. You forever be lifted above every situation. Show yourself strong in our lives, O oh God. Show yourself strong, O oh Father, that in everything we do, your name will be lifted higher. We worship your God. We praise you. Lord, we magnify your name. For there is none like you, Jesus. There is none like you, our God. There is none like you, our Redeemer. Have mercy upon us that as we still celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that resurrection power will transform us. We break the old man and empower the new man in us, the believers of Father, that Lord Jesus will focus on you. We'll cry to your God. We'll not cry to the authorities, but we'll cry to our Redeemer. We'll not cry to the desires of the world, but we'll cry to you, our God and our Savior, that Jesus, your mercy, your love, your holiness and faithfulness will overtake us. May you reach us out and show us your power. And all the glory and honor will be returned unto you. We worship you, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name. Our Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, we pray that the Lord will bless you. The Lord will watch over you. And he will be gracious to you. And meet you at your points of need. And may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding. Keep our hearts and mind the love and knowledge of God. Of his son Jesus Christ who is the Lord and Savior. And may the blessing of God Almighty the Father. The Son and the Holy Spirit. Be upon you as you continue to follow Christ. And crucify the old man. And empower the new man. Who is, the, who is uh, to transform us. And connect us to the will of God. That the new man will bring us victory. As we see the glory of God. That the power of the resurrection. Will surround us and overtake us. And continue to empower us to live for God and Him alone to the glory and honor of His name now and forevermore. Amen and amen. God bless you. And we'll ask our team to pray for us a song and give us also uh, the guidings for giving because God loves a cheerful giver. And as you give, know that you are giving to God. As a new man transformed to godliness, you will be able to give as the Spirit uh, convicts you and guides you. God bless you and have a blessed afternoon. Amen.